Welcome to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm Sarah Sprickfeiner, senior reporter for Glossy Pop, where I cover the intersections of fashion, beauty, and pop culture. Once a month, I'll be taking over the podcast from Liz Flora to talk to celebrities, influencers, and other guests impacting the culture of the beauty industry. I'm so excited to introduce the second episode of the pop edition of the Glossy Beauty Podcast, featuring actor, model, author, podcaster, and now brand founder, Molly Sims. Molly launched her own podcast, Lipstick on the Rim, in 2021, where she hosts guests including top dermatologists, hair colorists, makeup artists, brand founders, and with her co-host, Emisha Gormley, she shares her own favorite products and recommendations. Behind the scenes, however, for the past three years, Molly's been working on her own brand, Wise Beauty, which she self-funded and built with brand incubator and product formulators, SOS Beauty. Molly's own beauty industry savvy, time spent working on this brand, not to mention the clinical studies she invested in launching the brand with, are all reasons I wanted to feature her on the second episode of the podcast. In our conversation, we chat about the long development process, both the time-tested and buzzy ingredients featured in the brand's debut collection, and how to launch without feeling like just another celebrity or influencer brand. And here's my chat with Molly. Molly, it is so good to see you again. Just so our our listeners know, I got to spend some quality time with Molly in New York last week to sort of get a sneak preview of what we're going to be talking about today, which is Wise Beauty, Molly's brand, which should probably have launched two days prior to when you guys are listening to this episode. And I'm so excited to talk about Wise and kind of have you guys hear about, you know, why I wanted to dedicate an episode of of this just once a month podcast to Wise and why I think that it is interesting and worth hearing about, even in spite of all the noise around celebrity beauty brands. Um, and Molly, you were in, in the city for a couple of days meeting with um, press and talking about Wise. You've been wa- working on Wise for, I think, almost three years already, correct? Three years. It's like I literally, I just... Um my, I have a, three kids and my daughter begged me for a golden retriever. So I felt like I just had a fourth child and now I have a fifth <laughs> child. It took a really long time. Ch- it took a really t- long time to carry. Um, but yeah, Wise Beauty was made over three years. Um, and it's a clinically proven skincare brand, you know, like all of us, probably everyone listening, everyone loves a hero product. And I, I had, um, I was telling Sarah last week, I had a really long run with bad skin and uneven skin and really bad hyperpigmentation um, since I turned 40 and I'm just about to turn 50. So it's definitely been a journey in the past three years. um, Wise Beauty came about. I think one thing, you know, that we've heard a lot with celebrity beauty brands, is like, what's the credibility? What's the background? And one thing that, you know, you've done, you have mollysims.com and you also have your very own beauty podcast. So you have spent your time talking to beauty experts. I was listening to a couple of episodes over the weekend. I mean, you you know your products, you've tried it. You're, you're like a beauty editor in that you've tried everything that's out there. But something I think about a lot, especially when, when someone in the public eye tells me that they're launching a brand, I, I wonder 
if you uh, if you ever cringe a little when you see another brand coming out because you sort of in those past three years that you knew that you were working on it and you see more and more coming out and you're like, oh, it's getting even more crowded. I don't know. Did you have that experience at all? Yeah, we were initially supposed to launch last September um, and through do really through I we felt like um, my partner and I, we felt like it just wasn't there. I actually did not know how clinicals worked and I was very specific in this is not a race. This is a this is how long it takes to get it right is how long it's going to take to get it right and I really wanted the clinicals. And I think I wanted the clinicals to your point if I'm really being honest. Um cuz I didn't want it to just be another celebrity or influencer brand. I really wanted it to be a brand that's separate from me, separate from Molly. Um, I wanted it to be its own community, its own village, its own, its its own company. Um, and so, yes, did I slightly die every time something, you know, but I also, I don't know. I, I just had a firm belief in what I was doing and how I was doing it. And then my process took a little longer, um, and, you know, my journey was doing things that were drastic and my, you know, peels and lasers. When you have hyperpigmentation, I was like a heroin addict. I was telling Sarah on hydroquinone, it's a really strong ingredient that's great for, you know, evening out your skin, but it became, you become hypersensitive to the sun and you become red and irritated. So I was just on a real roller coaster for so many years I was telling her that finally in, in 2019, I was like, fuck it. My husband had said to me, my face looked a little dirty. And I was like, I, I'm done. I, I have to try to figure this out. And I wish I could say that it was this or this, but it was the right ingredients and being consistent over a period of time. And I have to say my skin looks better than 2012 and in 2015. I might look a little older, but my skin does not. And it sounds really odd for me to say that, but I had, I had pictures pulled from there. I was, I was showing, um, Sarah and it's, it's crazy that the difference that my skin looks today. I mean, you look incredible. First of all, before we dive into the products, because it's a, it's a fairly robust starting lineup. Um, you mentioned your partner and I know that this is, you know, uh, you are doing this on your own. You are funding this line yourself. Would you tell me a bit about just like how how you're how you're doing this, who your partner is, all of those sort of nuts and bolts of the business. Yeah, when um, in 2019, after that, the beginning of 2020, I was kind of looking to figure out what I was going to do. Was I going to produce more? Was I going to act more? Like, what what did I really want to do? And my manager at the time, Nicole Salaka, who has Linden Entertainment, she asked me. She was like, "What's your five year plan?" And I, to be really real, I didn't have a five-year plan, but I really started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I felt like there was a, there was a, there was a kind of a hole in the market and a little bit of a white space of where something really, really strong products that worked, but were really, really strong and more derm-like, or you had stuff that looked beautiful, but really didn't have much efficacious to them. And so for me, the hard stuff was too hard, or it's one day a week or three times a week and then the other stuff. And I wanted, I wanted both. I wanted something to be beautiful, but efficacious. And so within that, I started thinking and 
I kind of just talked to her about it. And so I came downstairs with like 15 products. I'm like, this is my regimen. I use this and then I do this and then I do this and then I do that. And then I use this two times a week and I use this once every two weeks. And then I, and um, she was like, uh, Nicole and Kim Kreuzberger, they were like, oh my God. And so they introduced me to SOS Beauty, which is a developer. They make products. They make fucking amazing products. Um, and I had heard about them through other companies that um, I adore and love. And when I met with them, I'm like, I actually didn't even bring 15. I think I brought like Charlene laughs. I think I brought like 25 products. I brought from Spain, from Europe, from drugstore, from, <laughs> I mean, the gamut. And um, Charlene had followed me and had seen like in 15 and 16, me talking about my struggles with my skin through my blog at the time or whatever I was doing, my YouTube channel. And so she knew that the struggle was real and we just hit it off. And I have to say, that's kind of where it all started at my dining room table. And then they're like, okay, let us think about it. And I didn't even know now, I mean, Sarah joked about it with me last week or a couple of weeks ago. I didn't even know what white labeling was. Like, <laughs> I didn't even know that you could actually buy formulas. I'm like, this was not my journey. Like, this is ingredients. And I think, you know, that's what we found is that it's all about the right ingredients. It's all about that cocktail, no pun intended, but it's having the right cocktail at the right time. And so, you know, I wanted wise to be wise. My mom, um, she loved, she loved beauty. She loved self-care. She taught me to love myself and to take care of myself. And she taught me to, you know, what a good product was. You know, she would always say, you know, we're not going to have 10 t-shirts. We're going to have one great one. And she was always like that in everything that she did from fashion to clothes, to furniture, to whatever we did, we took care and pride of what, of what we had. And I think, you know, going from Vanderbilt University, and then I'm just going to take one semester off. And I ended up living in Europe for almost off and on for seven years. So my love of a French pharmacy even, you know, deepened and even England, I would get to go into Boots Pharmacy. And, you know, I tried all the different things. I, you know, and I watched these French women. I watched them. I watched what they did. And they were doing, all the models were doing mesotherapy, which is like caffeine shots in their ass and vitamins, <laughs> you know, needles in, needles in their face. And today that is called microneedling, mm. you know, and it's it's how far we've come, yeah. right? Um, but my love for, you know, learning. And I really, you know, I think wise is, it's wise beauty, but it is really a, a community. You know, I love connecting women. I love, what do you do? How do you do it? I love that. And I, I mean that in the most honest, transparent ways when people said, well, what do you do and how do you do it? I think that's ultimately why we started Lipstick on the Rim, A, for me to get an education, but really to talking to derms and plastic surgeons and doctors and nutritionists and really diving in, in deep with wellness um, has been such an, ex, you know, such an education. Um, but I, I think wise beauty is not just going to be, it's not a singular thing. It's a community. And I'm hoping really to build that and to share that information because people want to know, they want to know what to do and how to do it. They really do. 
I mean, you also have an incredible platform that I think a lot of celebrity founders or, to be frank, founders in general don't have, which is that you have this engaged lipstick on the rim community, right? Like, how do you plan to, because I'm sure there's an extensive plan. I mean, I know you've been teasing listeners, you know, I've heard you talk to your listeners about how you're about to birth this, you know, fifth baby. You know, how do you plan to engage listeners at Lipstick in the Rim community and sort of bring them into the WISE community? What's sort of the the plan there? You know, I think it's going to be organic. You know, I think we have really good people on. We have Michelle Pfeiffer coming on, mm-hmm. um, Sierra, um, um, Hillary Duff. Ooh. I think it's going to just be a natural evolution. I think, I think our guests are really strong. And I think those people who listen to Lipstick on the Rim will naturally go over to Wise. I mean, I I think they will go hopefully hand in hand. Um, but it's been a definitely adventure. I, you know, when you, I was originally going to write a book, like, but then they were like, that's not, like, how are you going to connect with your community if you write a book? And and then, you know, because, you know, creating and starting a podcast is is not, as you know, not easy in the beginning. It's it's a it's a very much of a feat. It has to be produced. And but I have to say it's been it's been really fun to to be able to sit back and hear um what everyone has to say and different views. Do you like lasers? Do you not like lasers? Do you like peels? Do you, what do you think about plastic surgery surgery? When do you do it? What are the myths of gut your you know about your gut eating macro versus micro like all the different things you know heart doctors gut doctors um, we have had I've had a thyroid problem pretty much when I finished having acne uh, when I birthed my first son in 2012 so we've 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 delved deep into autoimmune endocrinology um, it's it's been pretty incredible yeah. So I know the line itself to start is focusing on some of these issues that you had this personal experience with in terms of hyperpigmentation. Um, I believe there are six products, correct? Six products. I've been playing with them for a little under a week. They're 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 impressive. I mean, it's obviously too early for me to speak to long term results, and as as you know, like. I'm like trying new things every day, but like the textures are are lovely and the ingredient lists are stacked. And guys, like I'm a little embarrassed to admit this because I, I also know my stuff when it comes to skincare, but like Molly was correcting my pronunciation of of, of some new buzzy ingredients. Like she, she does know her stuff. I have to give. You, you mean ectoin and gluconolactone? Yes. I know gluconolactone, but ectoin, I was like ectoin. That's my, that's my secret ingredient. So I have these pads. Everything is pretty much named after alcohol because I wanted the lines to be fucking fun and cool. And like, we're, we're, we're going to be have serious ingredients, but we're going to have fun while we do it. And so Ectoin, I have pads called my favorite exfoliating pads. Everybody has a favorite X. Um, and that's really the key ingredient. I think a lot of times when people use an exfoliant, it's either too strong or it's not strong enough, but you have to exfoliate on a daily basis. And ectoin is that little secret little agent that helps keep your skin barrier calm and and um and and it doesn't it helps with it getting inflamed. So it's really building up your barrier, which 
as you know, when you're exfoliating can and can take it down. So it's an incredible ingredient. I really like the pads because I've seen a lot of um, exfoliating serums launched in the past couple of years, which uh, for some reason, I just find a little confusing because I feel like in my skincare quote, quote, training, I had come to use like a toner or a pad to exfoliate. And I just find that a little bit more natural than a serum. I don't know. I think it's part of the, I know what, no, I agree with you. I think it's part of the, well, I was actually saying to you, I'm like, I fucking hate an essence. <laughs> I know people love an essence. I don't know. I, I think the physical of like doing a pad, I think that's for me, that's why our pads took really a long time was because I didn't want them to be small. Cause I think mean, sometimes I don't know. I'm like 5'10", so I feel like I always have big hands. But um, sometimes I would use like four of the small pads, which is really a lot of product on your skin. And there's a difference between an exfoliant and a peel. And I mean, I know the listeners are very well educated on this podcast, so we don't have to get into that. But you don't have to peel your skin every day. And I think, you know, we wanted to do a big pad, a two-sided one with a pocket. You only need one use it in the front and back and you can be consistent and use it seven days a week, even pretty much if you have sensitive skin. And, you know, I think the most important thing, we really wanted the clinicals to work after 30 days, 30 women, but at the same time, they can't be red and irritated. You can't swap one problem of, oh my gosh, my skin is not dark or brown or patchy, um, but it's red, Mm. dry and irritated. So a lot of these products, I didn't want downtime. And most importantly, I I didn't want redness and dryness. As we all know, if you're dry, it makes you look older. And you've got your AM active, your PM active, a vitamin C, a retinol. With the with the morning cocktail, vitamin C is one thing I think every girl, man, woman, everyone should be using. I don't care what you use. You've got to have um, a vitamin C um, in your regimen, in your routine. And a lot of people don't use it because one, it's not efficacious, which is the most important thing to me. But secondly, they don't love the texture. It's sticky. Thirdly, it smells. A lot of vitamin C is on the market. And listen, we're all in the, this, this, you know, the sandbox together, but a lot of vitamin C's smell. And fourthly, I really made a point of our products not pilling, meaning that when you put your serums on, you put the cocktail on, you can also go straight into your makeup, go straight into your SPF or your moisturizer, and it's not going to peel once you start putting on your makeup. And I cannot tell you how many makeup artists are like, do you mind taking off your serums before we start? Mm. And I was in New York last week when I was with Sarah, and I was with Brigitte, who's an incredible makeup artist, and John Paolo, and they're like, okay, I know it's yours, but do you mind taking, I know literally they said this to me, do you mind taking off um, your serums? I'm like, listen, booze, listen, bitches, like this is not pill. And I was so confident and proud. And at the, literally at the end of the day, I've had touched up. I've had more, like, I've done everything to my skin. I've put the moisturizer on five times. They were like, it's pretty incredible. You're right. And I felt really good by that. But you have to use a vitamin C. It's really great for retexturing and, you know, just getting out that even skin tone. And and you should really use it in the morning. I always say just use it no matter like when you can use it, just use it. And then make sure you use SPF after. Short of an SPF, you're really launching with pretty much a full routine. Yeah, we have our cleanser. We did a, a gel oil. I really loved a foam cleanser, but 
I didn't, sometimes the foam cleansers can really dry me out. The whole line is non-comedogenic. And I really wanted to start like my skin, very hydrated, very plumpy. And so we did an incredible cleanser that I have to say, I wasn't even going to have a cleanser um, because it was taking so long and I wanted it to be beautiful. I wanted my cleanser to be next to like a great candle or my soap or whatever. Like I really, and um, it's hydrating. It's got meadow foam, seed oil. It's absolutely beautiful. It leaves you like my, my friend's daughter, she's 14. Her name is Bella. She's like, felt like I just got a skincare treatment just by using the cleanser. The only thing it doesn't do, it does remove all the makeup, but it gently, it does not remove waterproof mascara. Okay. We tried and we tried (laughs) and we tried and we just, we couldn't, we couldn't. And I just wasn't going to sacrifice the experience of, you know, you can use it on dry hands, wet hands. It just, it, I had it there, but I couldn't get it off the whole way. Okay. And then finally, you've got a moisturizer. I think we covered everything else. We've got a moisturizer. And I think the main reason between the exfoliating pads, the main reason I started this line is called the Problem Solver. It's a brightening treatment. It's called the Problem Solving problem Solver Brightening Treatment. And this is my ode to hydroquinone. I felt like I was a heroin addict. I would go on hydroquinone. And I love you, Dr. B. And I know you're on my board. Um, but I would literally be like, okay, I'm just going to use it for two months. I'm just going to use it for three months. And literally since 2012, 2019, I would probably use it once a year. I'd sometimes use it three times a year, which is really bad and horrible to admit. Um, but I wanted something efficacious. I wanted to be able to use it during pregnancy. And I wanted it not to leave me dry, irritated. And so this is something that it's results with no downtime. It gets rid of darkness, redness from, you know, a post-inflammatory. You've picked your spot. You have a leftover pimple or zit that you freaking hate. Um, and it's really this treatment that will leave you. Your texture will be so good. And again, I always talk about it. Your ma- Your glow doesn't come from your makeup. Your glow comes from your skin. And that's just it's really the, the the truth, you know, and exfoliating. Like we talked about, I was saying like, and I did my hair color last night and um, with Liz and I'm like, oh my God, I talk so much about like hair color and why my hair color looks good is because I exfoliate before you do my color, whether it be a Malibu crystals or a K18 spray or a detoxifying shampoo. Like I really get all the gunk and stuff out of my hair. It's the same with, with your skin. It's like, getting the pad, getting it hydrated and not fucking up your barrier. And that is why my skin is even and it glows. You mentioned, you know, that you there's a doctor on your board. I just want to really quickly make sure that our audience knows, because I think that's also another thing that, you know, shows everything that you've brought to this brand. What should we know yeah. about who's on your board? So Holly Bakshanda, Dr. B, she's fucking gorgeous. I've been her client for probably... I think like 12 years. Her cousin is actually actually Dr. Day, Doris Day, oh, who we also yeah. love in New York, who's amazing. And then we involved about 10 derms um, that helped us say the good, bad, the ugly, Dr. Hadley King. I mean, um, Corey. And listen, it's so nerve wracking. Like, I will say it will say wise feedback, Dr. X. Mm. It'll come up on my my email. And I'm like, oh, God, please. <laughs> Please make it, um, please make it be good news. But it's been, I have to say, like, I, as much as I was nervous about the clinicals, I was probably more nervous about the, um, 
the information that I was getting back from the germs because these are like, these are like your, your, your real truth sayers. Yeah. Amazing. So, and I know we talked a little bit about this, but, um, the, the, it's, it's a, it's a somewhat more luxurious price point. It's not, you know, it's not the top of the top. It's not La Mer. It's certainly not drugstore. Um, and I know that you said that it's, it's very much in keeping with what your, um, with what your podcast audience tends to like, I'd love, or tends to, you know, purchase when. Listen, I love a dupe. I love something. I mean, there's so, I can tell you so many products that I buy from a drugstore, but I felt like that the efficacy that I was striving for, I really couldn't do it at that price point. Yeah. And what I didn't want to do was really sacrifice that. And so that's why the price had to go up just a little bit. Everything is under a hundred dollars. Um, I don't think just because something, you spend a lot of money on something means it works. I think, like I said before, the cocktail of ingredients is what really makes it work. And I think we we did that really well. And that's where we really took our time as a team um, to put these serums together. Because I literally, I was like my own guinea pig. Like half my face would be like one color <laughs> for like a month. And then half would be, I would actually cover it up because I was testing different strengths. But I... Um, I, I didn't want to be in the upper prestige of $300. Um, there are products, of course, that I, that I have in my arsenal that I believe in. Um, but I, I, I didn't need to do it. Totally. And I also, I didn't want to do it. It's not also how I live. I'm a high-low person. I love Zara, you know, but I also love Celine. I love Chanel, but I also love Walgreens. Like, you know what I mean? Or CVS. Like, I I have to be, you know, truthful and honest. Yes, I love spinning. I'm having a great pair of shoes, but I just found an awesome Zara jacket. And, like, the other day I was wearing these, like, mango jeans. I actually bought these Zara jeans off of Monica, who is with Lion PR, who, by the way, has been incredible, amazing in launching our brand. She was, she was like, okay, everyone has these jeans. I'm like, I'm getting those jeans. So for me... Someone um, send me a link. <laughs> I'll send you a link. Um, but it's... Uh, I just have to be... Oh my God. She's like, I'm wearing them right now. Um, I I just have to be my own self. I have to be transparent. Now my, everything in my wardrobe is not thousands and thousands of dollars. It's just, it's my, just not. My question about it though, although I did see your Instagram stories where you were like, I'm about to be locked in Bergdorf's and I was just like... The way that I want to be with her right now, the way that I want to be locked in Bergdorf's with Molly Sims, knowing what she's buying. Anyway, that's that's an aside. But you want to know something what's so great about Emisha and I? We look around so much. Like, we don't necessarily, like, I went to Paris about a month and a half ago um, for Fashion Week. I got so lucky. I got to go to Chanel and Zimmerman. It was just in a bucket list. Um, but... We also look for what's out, what's in, what's trendy, what's not. Like, we don't necessarily buy. Like, we'll probably like one great handbag, maybe two pairs of shoes. But I like shows. She, I was there the other day and we literally, she was like, I was there trying to get um, something I, I had spilled something on and I, I wanted a sweater. I literally I don't know why I brought one sweater for the plane, <laughs> but I was staying next door at the one hotel, great hotel. Um, in New York City, and it's right by Bergdorf. Um, and so I didn't mean to get locked in, but then I'm like, oh my God, then I found the woman that, and Catherine, she's always 
so sweet. She's like, you're always in a hurry. I'm like, I know, because I don't shop. <laughs> I shop with you, Karen. Um, but it was really fun to like sneak a peek. And then Emma said the next day, I was still working. And she was like, I, you have to try to look at, should I buy this bag or this bag? She was actually going to buy a bag. So I knew. And so they let me in. And then we ended up staying there to like 7.45. Damien, thank you so much for the shoe <laughs> department at um, um, Bergdorf's. We really appreciate it. Um, and then she she ended up buying the one one little bag. But we both looked at the same, the other bigger bag. That's a really long story that didn't really go anywhere. But <laughs> we got locked in Bergdorf's and it was fabulous. I mean, that's a dream. The, the question going back to price point is you're launching direct to consumer. So my question is, tell me a little bit about that decision. Cause I'm by no means like, I'm just curious about that, that decision, I suppose. You know, it was a hard decision to make because I love so many different outlets and I'm sure I'm going to be there one day. Um, I felt it was strong to get my message out and not be filtered through any other company. Um, like I said, this is a brand that will stand on its own. It's not a celebrity brand. It's it's not Molly Sims. It's it's wise. It's a it's wise beauty. It's wellness. It's self care. It's state of mind. Leaning in, saying yes. Um, I really wanted to have that message not be diluted, and I really wanted my products. And I think you know, I. I, I can I can do that and I really it was a really hard decision to make because I I love so many companies out there but I I believe in my product and I just I wanted that message to come from me um, but yes of course I'd be honored to be at one point partners with one of you know one or several I just right now you know, we can just date. I just, <laughs> I wanted to not get married yet because I really believe in, in, in my message and, and my products. And I, I, I really want it. I want it to, to be authentic to who I am and what I am. And I'm on this journey, you know, I want to look good. I'm not trying to not look my age. I'm just trying to, to look the best I can at my age. And that has been really important to me. Um, I love women and and I love them to feel good. And I think, I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't want it to be diluted. Yeah. For people who don't know you, who haven't heard, you know, as many episodes of Lipstick on the Rim, um, in a couple sentences, you know, just the short version, what is the message of wise that they should know? I think wise is about being wiser. It's about leaning into life. It's about taking those moments and living them and not worrying. And I'm going to do all the worrying for you after you've gotten in the sun, had a cocktail, worn a hat, worn your SPF, and then I'm an SPF, and then I'm going to make you look good and feel good. I think it's it's also a feeling. You know, we look at our phone and we'll take a picture and like, oh my god, that looks terrible. And then two years later, you look at that same picture and like, I look fucking awesome. What was I thinking? And I think you know, appreciating the now. I think a lot of people don't appreciate the now. They want to be 20. When they're 20, they want to be 30. When they're 30, they might necessarily want to be 40, but they want the knowledge of being 40. And I think living your best life, making those moments, you know, you're not a mom yet, but soon you will be. And sometimes moms want to get into the pool with their kids because they're worried about like what they're going to look like. And no one gives a fuck what you look like in your but Your kids don't care. Make memories, make moments. And that is wise. I love that. 
I know I, this is like, I mean, we're recording this before the brand is launched. And I always say like, this is like the most annoying beauty editor thing that we all do. It's like people work for literally three years on launching something. And then before it's even launched, like it's my job to be like, so what can you tell me about what's coming next? (laughs) Well, I mean, um, we started with six products. I'm like blushing. We started with six hero products. Um, and then we're going to have three more. I don't know if I'm really supposed to say, but I've been working on them for, been working on the three that's coming for almost two years. Um, and then we have something coming in fall. Um, put it to you this way. It's a, a little sexy, a little fun, and it's going to make you fucking glow. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. So just a couple like fun questions, you know, knowing that you, you know, we were talking about um, K-18 and how like me, we both tried K-18 before it even was called K-18. It, 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 if you don't know this um, and you're listening, K-18 was once upon a time called K-Hair Pep. Um, and Molly got an early lab sample. I was introduced to it by my ha- amazing hair cutter, John Raymond, who uh, own Spoken Wheel, and I wrote about it in the Pop Newsletter a while ago. Um, so we were early adopters of K-18, which I think we can feel pretty cool about now. <laughs> I do. I mean, listen, I got a little sample. Again, it's like a tiny, you can't see, it's like two inches. It's what's called K-Hair Prep. And I have, you know, I love, a, you know, Liz, Tracy, I love when you do my color, but, you know, there's a little damage here. And so I literally, I get sent so many amazing things. That's why, you know, I sometimes feel like a beauty editor. I get sent so many different products from hair to makeup to to you the, the gam- electronics, pretty much like everything. But I have to say, I really... Um, I, I used it one day in the shower and it said you can use on dry or wet hair. And then I used, I had, it got like three little tubes. And so I used it the first time on dry hair. And then the second time I used it on, on wet hair. And I could not tell you why, but I noticed a difference immediately. I don't know why. So I DM'd the company and they're like, I'm so sorry. We're in the middle of a changing our name, a different brand. I'm like, wait, what can you just, I don't care what it looks like. Just send me. And that was my God, close to two and a half years ago. And now it's K18. They have shampoo. They have, they have an incredible spray for clarifying. Um, they have a new, I just used it last night. Um, it's an amazing um, hair oil. That just launched. That just launched. Their their products are amazing. I have to say, it's like a mask, but it's not. You, it just it helps. It helps seal your. It, it keeps it from getting dry. It helps seals your ends. Um, it helps with broken, you know, broken pieces, and it's literally brought my hair back. I have to say, and I'm listen. I'm one who loves color. I mean, Sarah, you're freaking red. Like I like. I'm like almost platinum right it's now. It's hard to maintain. It is very, I, I am in that chair often, um, but I have had this hair color since 2016 and I'm very loyal to it now. So my, so obviously you've been testing wise doing, you know, using your own face as a guinea pig, um, which is incredible. And I can't, you know, I can't believe you're split face testing on yourself. Um, and and I'm sure you, you've been at least as loyal as you can be to wise, but it's, you know, just because I know you are a product junkie like me, what are, what are some, you know, I don't know, like 
five other beauty faves uh, in, in on your account. Oh my god, right now. <laughs> I'm obsessed. You know, I got I got to have Lainey Crowell on, who won't, who won't yeah. say on the podcast, and she's so impressive. I think what that company has done. I love spicy on my cheeks. Um, I love Tower 28. Mm. There's a great um, Bronzino color that is off the charts. Um, on my desk right now, I have Summer Fridays. They're lip butter balms. They have like three or four colors. Um, I have Relevant, which is my friend KO's. She has this new um, perfume, like roller ball, which is really good. Um, Chriselle Lim is a friend of mine, and I'm obsessed with her company called Fleur, P-H-L-U-R. Solar wear, which is great, um, you know, if you want more of a, a device, uh, they have the infrared, not the infrared, the um, um, red red light frequency, however you say it. New face, I think, is also really important. Um, oh, my God. I love product. <laughs> I mean, I love K18. Um, Orbe has a new line out right now. Um, what else? Futura, Futura. Oh, yeah, yeah. Futura. I don't, I just got sent that. I will also say You Beauty. Mm. They have um, an incredible um, uh, eye cream. Yeah. That is, I used that last night. Beautiful. <laughs> Tina Craig is a good friend and um, she's, uh, she's phenomenal. Listen, I think, listen, I, oh, and Merit. I love um, I love Merit. I they the Raspberry Beret um, cheek. Um, they have also they're coming out with their new jellies are really good. I'm obsessed with Westman Atelier. Um, I use their eye candy. I know it's a little dry, but it's if you knew what goes into half of these mascaras, you would die. Um, but it's black. It's yeah. beautiful. She also has new eyes out, and um, I like Choo Choo uh, for a cheek. I mean, I, the, I mean, you probably look at know. products differently now, having gone through, you know, PD and that process yourself. I think that what was that's what's been. I think that's where I saw with the vitamin C because listen, there's incredible vitamin C's on the market. There's incredible products on the market. You know, depending on your needs, I just felt like, especially with some of them, I needed it to smell good, have a beautiful texture, and work, and that. And trying to have the stripping and the hydrating and creating like a really beautiful barrier for your skin was really tricky. We talked to a lot of derms and a lot of women do a lot of different things that sometimes they go too far just because you have money. And I think I got into that like desperate mode of like I did the cold laser and a peel and the V peel and and all their things are great to do. You just can't do them all the time because you're really fucking your barrier and so I do look at trying product differently. I really do. How does it feel? How does it make you feel? The one thing like I wanted wise, like especially with my moisturizer, it's called extremely rich, but I didn't want it to feel like I'm wearing moisturizer. I want it to be beautiful and plush and luscious, but also weightless. Yeah. Um, but I really did get, you know, I think between the co- morning cocktail and the last call, the retinols were probably the hardest because... You know, I love a retin-A, a retinoid. I love, and, 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 but I think most women really get into trouble with being dry and irritated red and getting in trouble with their retinols. They're too harsh. I think really my last question, you know, for, we were talking about this. I was telling you that sometimes I get questions when I cover celebrity brands of like, oh my God, another one. What would you say to someone who maybe isn't, you know. But I, but I also just want to, just want to clarify yeah. that. Sarah, listen, it's, 
I might be the founder, but it's not a celebrity brand. I just Mm want to be really clear in saying that. I think that's what sets me apart. Like, this isn't white label. This isn't something I've stuck my name on it. This is something that I have gone through ingredient by ingredient, product by product, and really been thoughtful about how women can have it pared down, but still efficacious and still beautiful. So yes, I, you know, I just wanted to like kind of make that clear because that, I, I mean, that I, answers I think the question. I, think, that I wanted to ask you, you know, like what you would want to say to people that like have questions because as consumers, they're, you know, overwhelmed or confused by the crowding of, of the market. And sometimes, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm like, I'm a journalist. I'm reporting on it. I try to ask the founders themselves what they think. And yeah, and I think people get tired. I think people get tired. And I think a lot of, um, I think there's been some missteps. I yeah. think, you know, women and men have put their names on products that necessarily they didn't really, weren't fully into. It's funny, I was watching a show the other night and it's funny, my friend said to me, she goes, God, I look at it so differently now being a producer. And I was always very appreciative as a model, as an actress of what goes into storytelling, what goes into that final product. You know, they would always talk about, God, how Ryan Seacrest, he makes it look so easy. He makes it look so easy because he's fucking good. You know, like Meryl Streep is, phenomenal because she, 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 she's great. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they make it look easy, but really digging in deep and you seeing all the process from through the development of, you know, all different screenplays and their iterations and notes and really true development. And that has been good and bad. I've never seen the beginning yeah, or I've never seen the, like I sometimes I'll just come in and where the products. Yeah. And I, I think that is on both fields, you know, I'm producing now and I have like four or five things on my slate wow. and, you know, four of the five pro three of the four projects have been working on for three years. So it's, uh, it's, it's just interesting to be along on that journey. It's a little more stressful. You're like, okay, wait, yeah, what I, you know, but I have an incredible team. I actually wrote, um, a really great email I was proud about. It. And I'm like, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to do things wrong, but I want everyone to know that then we're going to get it right. And, but it's okay. And I always talk about like parenting. It's, you know, the days are long, the years are short, and this isn't a race, but we know that we've made really good products. And that's all, that's, that's what we really care about. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you for coming on to, you know, know. celebrate the launch with us. I'm you know, you know, this is only the second episode of the pop edition of the Glossy Beauty podcast. So I am so delighted to have you on and talk all things wise beauty. Um, I had so much fun with you in New York. Um, and thank you for joining. Sarah, you're amazing. <laughs> and one day we're going to tell you guys a little secret about what Sarah did with wise beauty. She saved my ass and sent it, but we're not going to talk about it. We'll come on in a couple of, ep- we'll come on, maybe not the second episode, which we are today. We'll come on in a few weeks and I'll come back and I'll tell you what you fucking did for me. Um, but you're an incredible host and you are an incredible person. And, and you know, I love your knowledge and love of beauty and everything in between. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Liz will be back next week.